The only algorithm, and it still creeps me out to this day, the only algorithm that has ever worked to give me things that I like is TikTok's algorithm. It is scary and freaks me out. But every time oh, I go to the For You page, yeah, I consistently it's, find shit that I enjoy. Because it's spyware to radicalize you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it was, it I know. Just, it, it's, spy, it's psyops from the Chinese. <laughs> and it freaks me out, baby. <laughs> But and are you radicalized? Do you love butts more? Whatever you're into on TikTok, did you get bigger into it? <laughs> did I get? Did I fall deeper into my own hole? Yeah, I did. Whatever, into yeah, butt stuff. You, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever talk you tick, you know, uh, I did it radicalize you. Did you get deeper into it and more and more opinionated about that thing? Uh, I'm uh, a little, yeah, probably, yeah. probably, yeah. Because I, I don't, I don't use, I don't use the talk. For uh-huh. I fear, I fear the. Ch- I fear Xi Jinping. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing that, the thing that really happened on TikTok in the last month or two is that every other video is completely sidelined, and TikTok realized that all it needed to do to keep me there was feed me nonstop Zelda Tears of the Kingdom TikToks, and I think it's about eighty percent that on my feed, and then twenty percent I think you should leave, and that's about all hmm. that's there right now. Uh, I'm sure the sexy girls and butts and shit will show up again at some point but right now it's all zelda baby i'm not sure i'm not trying to yuck anybody's yum i just meant were it to be butts did you get do you, do you see more butts than you used to yeah yeah so you radicalized that's what i, I radical I radica- <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's radical are these butts <laughs> Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Saturday Morning Tuesdays. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And ooh, ooh. You, mm, ah, ah. Sorry, mm, mm, let me Ooh. just sort of dab my my lips with this <laughs> napkin. Uh, I had one helping, and I felt so good. And but mm-hmm. you know what? You know what? I'm getting a little peckish. <sighs> I'm thinking I could get a whole other plate of this delicious meal. What is that? We're doing a second helping special. We're coming back in. <laughs> this is a whole new arc. We're coming back in for for old flavors. Tasted once again. <laughs> the old, old flavors, flavors made new. Old flavors sounds like we found them in the like behind the refrigerator. Oh, we like, did. Oh, we discovered a new kind of paprika. Uh, rediscovered. Uh, ancient, ancient garlic. <laughs> But that okay, but that sounds a little too close to something someone would actually do, like the thousand year egg or like whatever the fuck they call it, right? Oh sure, is, yeah, yeah, century isn't egg. That a, the century egg. It's not a thousand; it's a hundred. That's way more reasonable to eat a hundred year old egg. They're not actually hundred years I old. I know, I know. Okay. Get off my fucking back, okay? I'm living in a world of comedy and fun. All right. You also hate eggs, so I do. <laughs> uh, these aren't 100 years old, oh, though. Hold, hold on, though. Have you considered okay. maybe your problem is that you don't like eggs that aren't 100 years old? Oh. So you think maybe I'd be into the century egg? Yeah, maybe maybe that's the one. Maybe it just hasn't had enough time. That could be that, could be that too. 
Rory, do you want it to be a, gonna, do you want to be, you're you want not to be selling a, me on balut? Do you want it to be a little bit growing? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Chicken. Everyone, everyone likes food, but have you considered food that's a little bit growing? <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe eggs as you have normally tried them are just not chicken enough because you like chicken. I do. So somewhere in between that slider is a place <laughs> yeah. where it becomes more chicken than egg and that you would yes. like it again. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm think l- about it and stop <laughs> being so close-minded. <laughs> I'm thinking about it and I think it's worse now. Um, no, we we are not eating bad How things. chicken does an egg have to be for you to like it? <laughs> We're drilling in. We're finding out right now. I don't know. At least 40% chicken? All right. I can work with that. Yeah. Why don't you figure out a way to 40% chicken up an egg and then we'll talk? Good but... news. I'm pretty sure that's what Balut is. Like it's called no! time. God damn it. <laughs> Balut freaks me out. Google it, listeners, or don't. Um, don't Google it. It's a national delicacy of the Philippines. It I know. Is a little hard. You know, it's like live squid. You've got to kind of just decide. I'm going to. I'm going. You for also it. don't like yes. seafood, so <laughs> this is not an episode where we are once again attacking me for the things that I choose in that my life. That you attack, okay? Uh-huh. I feel like this... they just need a chance to defend themselves. But... <laughs> nope, it's also not a courtroom. Uh, what this is is uh, a place for a little bit of nostalgia to maybe get shattered, maybe get uh, vindicated. We're gonna go and revisit some shows. That we wanted to, to watch again from our from our storied history. We did that episode not too long ago where we ranked the first 100 cartoons that we had watched on the show. And it got us thinking about the stuff that we hadn't seen in a while. And, like, you know, we were, like, rose-colored glasses about some of them. And we said, fuck it. Why don't we, why don't we come back to a few? We and had a little so, extra room in our tummy. We wanted a little another, another, another tasty bite. Yeah. And so we've got... I believe three weeks, but we'll see. I mean, we're, we're gonna we're gonna flex this around. But week one, we decided that we wanted to revisit both Fighting Foodons and Samurai Pizza Cats, mm. and uh, and that and I, I I guess I didn't. We were realize... literally hungry. I guess when we <laughs> <laughs> made that decision, I I didn't realize that you had picked a pizza episode of Foodons on top mm-hmm. of. Pizza Cat's already being about pizzas. This is an extremely pizza forward episode. Yeah, this is it. This is our pizza special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're red hot like pizza supper. Uh, we're ready to go with uh, all the all the good, all the best triangle cheese bread you've ever had. Um, all shows about pizza. Here we go. Uh, Could have gotten a turtles in, man. I feel I feel like you're uh, alienating people who like pizza in their square format. Yes. I, no, I'm appropriately <laughs> alienating those people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what are we, what are we going to watch first, y'all? Well, uh, I, I mean, I feel like we got to launch ourselves right out of the gun. Yeah, I'm feeling that, yeah. that the pizza cats too. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's dive right in. Will somebody please cue that boy? Do you call when you want some pepperoni? Right on. They're stepping up crime and you know 
that ain't baloney. There's Speedy Ceviche, he's the leader of the bunch. That's right. A heck of a fighter, makes a heck of a lunch. And little polyester, who's never afraid of going in the battle with the bad guys in vain. Here's Guido Anchovy, a wild romantic rover. This cat gets down, down with a love hangover. <laughs> They're so bad, they've got more fur than any turtle ever had. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, wet your whistles. Unbutton, unbutton those corduroys. We're diving in. We're diving into this, into this, uh, you know, m- 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 very big pizza. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I wasn't sure what theme you were kind of going going for there. But. <laughs> we're going for seconds. We're going for we're going for old flavors, new pizza. <laughs> Papa, Papa John's. <laughs> 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 I've had pizza every day for the last 30 years. <laughs> Knows nothing about the pizza category. <laughs> oh. oh, I want some Papa John drops during this. <laughs> Papa Drops. Papa quote. Oh. Papa. <laughs> Papa Drops. There will be a reckoning. Oh, no. There will be a reckoning. Stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. Oh, fuck. Okay, but actually, I do kind of want a collection of Papa quotes now. <laughs> not the not the bad ones. No, not the times <laughs> where he talks about saying the bad word, but um, maybe the kind where he talks about how many pizzas he just ate. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Y'all, we watched Samurai Pizza Cats episode 21, Pizza Bird Delivers. The big cheese is short on cash and can no longer afford to pay his minions. As a result, the ninja crows have to go to find day jobs. Bad Bird takes a job at the Pizza Cat Pizzeria. For the first time in his life, Bad Bird knows real job satisfaction and is torn between his duty to live up to the evil legacy of his father and his desire to seek his own path to personal happiness. I mean, I don't feel like that's really what the the episode was about. (laughs) He doesn't have quite the existential crisis the summary implies. No. No, it's sort of more of a, a wistful summary of <laughs> mm-hmm. the best version of what this episode could be. <laughs> In reality, it's sort of just like a switch flips and he's a good guy for a while. Um, I was trying to put together, like, this show has such a specific feel for me. And, like, I know things get complicated when they're wrapped up in memories of, like, you being awake at six in the morning as an eight year old, you know, like there's something specific about that time mm. and, and like the kind of, the kind of feelings you have at, at that time in your life and the feelings that I have now watching these cartoons for this <laughs> podcast kind of mingle and make a strange flavor, but mm, new flavor, new flavors. Old flavors. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think, I think what I liked even as a kid about this show is that, all the characters are so constantly dressed for battle. Like they, even without their, like their body pieces of armor on, they've always got the helmets and they're always like so clearly in action figure mode. And they spend so much of every episode, just kind of complaining, eating and working a job. And there's something inherently funny about that. Even when they're not making jokes that I really, I really do think is, is, I don't know. It gives it gives this show like a really special feeling for me. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I, I appreciate that 
I mean, having not watched the original Japanese anime <laughs> that this is, you know, yeah. Frankensteined out of, uh, I uh, I imagine that the show that this is based on has good bones. I mean, I get the sense that it was already pretty funny. Um, yeah, it seems you know, silly. like so. If we haven't stated before, I guess we kind of you know assume we've done Samurai Pizza Cats twice already uh, uh-huh. on our podcast before two separate episodes. Um, but it is again, it is from the early '90s. It was an anime. I don't remember the name of that. Oh, you mean Kyato Nindente Yande? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, and America got a hold of it. Uh, Saban got a hold of it, and just kind of did whatever they wanted to do. Well, for some the reason, dub. they didn't. They didn't have a translation. Isn't that what I remember? That they. I don't they had know. To that might be apocryphal. Uh, uh, according, according. I mean, according to Wikipedia. It says proper translations of and information about the original Japanese were either of poor quality or non-existent when Saban licensed the English version, and it was decided they would write completely original dialogue. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it honestly doesn't surprise me, given the, like, quick wheeling and dealing nature of this. They, they wanted a turtle killer, right? right? I mean, that was clearly, like, it's referenced in the theme song, like the turtle thing, but like right. Teenage they wanted Ninja one turtles, samurai pizza cats. It's like, how many adjectives can we throw? Yes. And so like, I think, I think the deal was made very quickly. I think that Saban was like, uh, this thing exists. Can we just like throw money at you and let, and can you let us do it? And they were Here's like, the thing. it's yeah. already animated. Yeah, exactly. And they were, and like, you know, somewhere in the shuffle, like nobody had time to sit down and properly like, do anything and it was just e- seemed easier to write their own fucking script i completely believe it whether or not it's fully or partially apocryphal i almost don't care because it just it it speaks to the desperation of <laughs> of their their need for a turtle killer and and <clears throat> it I, could be also because my my impression of this show based on its sort of comedic zaniness is that it's going to rely heavily on puns and references that perhaps don't translate or have no cultural touchstone. Absolutely. So even yeah. if you even if you had a, somebody who was a literal capable translator, it mm-hmm. may just not be something that you could turn into something that you could repackage for Americans without some heavy changes. Yeah. Well, did it, did either of you ever watch uh, Crown Shinchan? Uh, a little bit, but not enough to really consider myself mm-hmm. somebody who watched it. Yeah, because Shinchan was on. Uh, it was an Adult Swim show, right? Yeah, yeah it was. And fun. and that is that's like that's like the prime example of a show that is like so absurd. Like the scripts are so absurdly baked with like untranslatable Japanese pop culture and life references that they 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 probably did have access to good translations of of Shinchan, and they said we can't, and they had to make up their own shit in a in a. I don't know, I'm not going to call it South Parky manner, but they, you know, they leaned into the kind of adulty nature and wrote their own shit on top of it because because you can't translate it directly because nobody knows what pop star or show you're referencing when you do that. Yeah. Like and, you know, this is like a, a baby version of that, but, uh, you know, born out of. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I think I, I think that there I think you're not wrong. I think there's probably a lot of uh, um, puns. It seems like a very punny show, even like just for <laughs> certainly the, the English is. Yeah. 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 And puns are hard to translate. Uh, you can't, I mean, you yeah. can't really. You can't, oh, yeah. usually you can't. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I had a lot of fun coming back to this and watching this. I just legitimately enjoyed watching this episode. I was just having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not like, there's not a ton of like overly weird shit to grab onto. I mean, last time. It's a very popcorn episode. And it even kind of references the fact like <laughs> for the first time in the show that we've seen. Like the people are the people in the city are are very aware of the banana nature of this show. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's just townspeople talking about how crazy it is that there's pizzas and a gun and the cats <laughs> take them to you. And yeah. the, I don't want to be in that gun with those cats. Yes, like, that was actually that was one of my favorite jokes. Was uh, uh, we 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 see that the um that the pizza shop that these three heroes. I guess there's a fourth one, but she doesn't fight. Um, but the three main like action heroes, uh, are both fight evil in samurai armor and also run this pizza shop that has a giant gun sticking out of it and they get fired out of the gun whenever, (laughs) uh, there's trouble. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when they're running the pizza shop in this episode, the pizza has gotten so popular that they can't really hold it down. They need to hire, uh, a new employee and they put a notice up. And the job notice is in Japanese. Yeah. Oh, yeah that was and, a funny joke, too. And instead of, like, I think a lot of anime that gets adapted, they either try to, like, paste over the uh-huh. uh, the Japanese with, like, English characters or, you know, whatever. Or they just act like the characters can read it and we move on. Right. Uh, we'll have to clip drop this. They'll be yeah. super text, but yeah, they, they didn't bother with this. Writing was too much trouble. Hey, what do those squiggles mean? It's all Greek to me. Can anybody here read Greek? That's not Greek. It's Japanese. This is a Japanese cartoon, remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact that they're like pointing out uh, that, yeah, that it's in Japanese and yeah, we're in it. It, it, it was great. It was just, a, it's a yeah, very it's good meta joke done well. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, once they read out what is on this job board, I also want to clip drop this part as well, where they're like, You couldn't give me enough free pizza to ever make me want to work in that madhouse. That's nothing compared to making a delivery. You get shot out of a big gun and half the time you hit a building. People get fired <laughs> out of a gun. <laughs> 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 yeah, like everyone, like they they know they live in a crazy town and they're, you know, fine with it, but... But they don't want to engage. That's for the crazy cat people. Also, it's really a funny good. thing that I, I maybe it's in the other episodes and I forgot, but how before they shoot the cats out of the gun to take you pizza to take anybody uh, just a pizza, there's like an air raid horn and they yeah. warn everybody like, watch out, we're shooting the cat gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If yeah, they drop like, anything, just mail it on back to the pizza store. Yeah, it's yeah, it's later in the episode when we get the full the full fucking incredible PSA. She says, uh, "Stand by for emergency blast off. For your own safety, we recommend you cover your ears and move calmly and quickly to the nearest fire exit. Remove all pocket change and expensive jewelry. Put them in an envelope and send them to aftercare of this station. Thank you." Kaboom! <laughs> oh yeah, and then she narrates each each cat that gets shot off. She says, "Kapow, kaping." Uh, no it's so uh it's so delightful yeah everyone have everyone's having so much fun that's it right that's it's it's uh intoxicating when it just it's just everybody's everybody's on board and And it's not it's it's not like i i 
because as I'm sure, I'm sure we're all familiar with this is a very oft repeated thing, but like for performers or anybody who's like got their shit out there for people to see one of the worst comments you can get afterwards is like, Oh, it seems like you were having so much fun up there. You know, it's like, Oh, because that's that's a different context. That's saying at least you had fun, right? Yeah. It's like, well, I have nothing nice to say, but you seemed like you were having fun. The costumes were great. But like legitimately when an artist is clearly having fun making something, you can feel it. And it like, like, you know, yeah, if you if you see us, there's there's some sitcoms where like you'll just notice how how often people are smiling. Like it was impossible Mm -hmm. to get a clean take of pretending that joke wasn't funny. Like everybody's yep. just giggling and having fun. Just glad and they to do be their there. best to cut. Yeah, they do their best to cut around it, but everybody's in on the joke. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Uh I also I want to call attention to the kind of pop culture references that show up in this show all the time in the first like three <laughs> minutes. I think the first line was a new kids on the block reference. Yeah. <laughs> what explains the sudden popularity of these culinary kitties? Is it the sublime subtlety of their furball and fish head special? Or the rumor that the new kids on the block will be making a personal appearance? They make a joke about Saved by the Bell and then mm-hmm. a reference to Liberace. Uh, that That is so specific. That is such a specific time. And in a way... Maybe that, I mean, I know we just talked about how they didn't really have great translations, but in a way, I mean, that's, that might be a better version of translating the, the humor of this show than we know. Right. Because maybe maybe the original show also has these like weird call outs to just like modern Japanese entertainment, right? It's like, impossible sure. to translate art without artistry. Like, yeah. Now, yeah. Some, things, some things can stand on their own with a very minimal literal translation, but for the most part... You're on, you're on the hook to recapture pacing, tone, like <laughs> redo. You got to do new art. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Bad Bird. Let's talk about the Bad yeah. Bird of it all. Um, who walks in to apply for this job? But one of the major villains, I guess. Of Yeah. Uh, the big cheese is the biggest bad guy. He's the like, you know, rat that like runs everything. Uh, he has a right-hand man general who's like an old crow named Geriatric. And right. Geriatric runs a whole fucking cadre of ninja clan of crows. A murder of crows. And his like major lieutenant is Bad Bird. I and mean, so Bad Bird's always out on the front lines and Geriatric and 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 uh, the big cheese are always watching from a distance. Like, yeah, swearing. they're sitting up in their castle or whatever. Yeah. Cooking up cooking up the plots like in this one it is uh <laughs> that they're going to uh put some there's a liquid form of laughing gas which is already kind of funny <laughs> um <laughs> that they want to put into the city water supply and that way everybody will have to laugh at their jokes uh, whether they're good or not <sighs> and to me that is such a delightful problem of the week yeah that has such and low stakes mm-hmm. yeah totally uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, who knows what the Japanese was version was doing? And I, I don't want to, you know, fall. I don't want to lean on that every time there's incongruities. But it is funny when, for all we know, this was, you know, murder poison. It could sure. be radically different from from. It could be anything. It's just it's just orange goop in the in the water. Yes. Um. And uh, what I was gonna say, and I think. Nah, never mind. I'm I'm pretty sure I've already said it about uh about Big Bird and uh 
big cheese this like i'm i'm in i'm infinitely entertained by that shredder kang villain dynamic it is Mm -hmm. it is just evergreen to me the the bickering and 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 fighting for power in in that space it's fun it's It's fun to not have it be a pure hierarchy of yeah, one villain, it, and then the flunkies. and the evilest person up top, and it just sort of it just sort of trickles down. It Reagan's on down there, right? Yeah. The Doctor like, Claw, yeah. Uh, next time gadget situation where whatever they say goes, and then there's no other interesting dynamics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cool. Uh, but so Bad Bird uh shows up to apply for this job, and we find out later it is because uh. They are not paying the flunkies. Uh, yeah. In fact, there is a line uh, where Big Cheese asks. So what? What right of those flunkies got to complain? Is there some sort of flunkies union I'm not aware of? <laughs> uh, and also he says, and this is a great line. Who cares if they haven't been paid? Even crow have to eat, master. I'll make them eat crow. Imagine complaining about their pay. They ought to be proud to be providing slave labor for the most brilliant criminal genius in the world. <laughs> they should be proud to be giving slave labor. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's it's funny. It's funny. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it means that they are not getting paid and can't afford to eat. And so uh, Bad Bird shows up and immediately uh, wins everybody over. Well, and crucially... Bad Bird somehow does not recognize the samurai pizza cats without their full battle uniforms on. Even though, as I mentioned earlier, they are all wearing the helmets. Yes. Like, also, the head is, part where you recognize someone is the same. It is also the samurai pizza restaurant. I mean, it is. Yeah. The, there is. Yeah. I don't. It, it is. So it does weird. not hold up other than a bit for the moment. Uh-huh. And I don't think he ever does recognize. No, it, no, because, you know, I think he goes to the end of his job thinking that their well, names you are never Flopsy know. Muffin I mean, and I, Old Halibut Breath. I wonder if if you lived in, in Metropolis, if you could find like a, you know, Superman subs and you just think, well, well Superman's great. I love real Superman. Uh-huh. Let me try this sub sandwich. Like, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, obviously, I'm, I'm reaching to to justify it, but I'm curious if that world building holds water. If sure. you saw a guy working at Superman subs who looks a lot like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe everybody has to wear the has to wear the the glasses. They all got to do their hair so that one curl yeah. kind of goes down in front mm-hmm. of their hair beforehand. Anyone can wear the glasses. Yeah, I mean it's like at Disney <laughs> Disney where they try to find a, a Rapunzel type or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, yeah, this is just a theme restaurant for the Samurai Pizza Cats. Uh, it is amusing yeah. though because Polly, Polly, in a in a you know moment of flustered realizing what's going on, she does decide that Speedy and Guido's new names are Flopsy and Muffin. He called that cat Speedy. I heard him. I don't know why there's no one here named Speedy. Actually, Mr. Bird, this cat's name is um, Flopsy, and this one here is a uh, Muffin. Huh? Flopsy? What sort of wimpy name is that? You out of your mind? Muffin? What the heck's that? Sounds like something you eat for breakfast. <laughs> uh, and so, in all seriousness, Bad Bird continues calling Speedy Flopsy for the rest of the episode, and it's, it did make me smile every time. I think all um, of them keep up the the ruse for a bit. At least, yes, they do. Yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. As hard to believe as it is, the first moment where you know they kept, well, come on, Speedy, and then Bad Bird is like, "Wait, did you just call that guy Speedy? Does that mean that he's Speedy? Speedy Ceviche? 
that guy oh, I the, hate, the villain, the 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 hero <laughs> that I'm the villain to, and then they say no no no, no 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 we have different names, and then he this is Flopsy. <clears throat> now runs with this it. is this is a minor nitpick I think, and it, uh, but it hasn't come up in our conversation so far I don't think. Can we agree? I think the most polar opposite food to pizza would be ceviche. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't think of anything more different. <laughs> I think his name is Serviche. Which yeah, but it's that... going for Ceviche. Yeah. Ceviche and is, that's how you spell it. You have, the, there's the R, and that's how you spell Ceviche. I think there's like seven different ways to spell Ceviche. Uh, but. Get at us but, in the comments. Uh, yeah. Fuck us up or whatever. But... Oh, no, you're right. There is no R. I thought there was. I thought you just didn't say it. But Speedy. What is Serviche? So... What is Serviche then? So Speedy Serviche is just his name, I guess. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Uh, so, okay, I'm on the Wikipedia. <laughs> We're so off. We're Hold so on. off road. No, no, no. This is how we have to do this episode. These are the revisits. So we're good. This We're is doing... how I'm learning Spanish. Hmm. Uh, there's been controversy over the spelling of his English name. Initially, it was thought that Speedy's surname was spelled Service. Service pronounced with Italian oh, phonics, service, phonics yeah. sounds like serviche, making the name Speedy Service a tidy pun, oh. which came from the Saban Powerhouse stories published by Acclaim Comics. However, most official packaging, such as the VHS box for the movie, spells his name serviche, like the, like ceviche with an R, making the de facto making it the de facto spelling. Ceviche, also spelled these other ways, is actually a seafood dish prepared by not cooking but by using citrus to treat the meat. So, my understanding is that because it's not in a vacuum, right? Yeah. Also, Andy, you would hate ceviche. (laughs) I know I would hate this, but it's not in a vacuum. His name's Sweetie Ceviche, but the other guy, Guido, his last name is Anchovy. So, like, if they're both fish references, cool, right? Like, that seems to make sense. But the Speedy Service also does... Yes, that's cute. And, it, yeah. and it's funny. That's funny in a way that I would never get in imagining the word service pronounced like an Italian would. Service. It's <laughs> uh, really funny. Bizarre. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Guido they're, Guido and, and Speedy are, now have new identities. So does Polly, uh, though they never say hers again. But her name is Old Halibut Breath now uh, because they got mad. And Bad Bird is incredible at his job. Yeah, uh, he keeps so nice to, He keeps being torn about like going back to his life of villainy, but it seems like his love of customer service is what, is what really <laughs> anchors him and keeps him He's, coming back. He has like a golden glow aura, aura around him. Yeah. <laughs> he just loves helping people in a restaurant setting. <laughs> it's so funny. And uh and they love, you know. They love having him around, uh, and and it you know there's a few scenes and Speedy and and Guido are terrified they're gonna lose their jobs to him, and so they're like trying to like sabotage him a little bit. But it isn't long before uh, geriatric calls on the phone and is like, "Hey, we got evil shit to go do," and Bad Bird has to be like, "Ah, fuck, guess I'm quitting." And uh, he has this like emotional conversation with Speedy. And he's like, I've, I've, I've got a job to do, Flopsy. Where I go, you can't follow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like surprisingly, they play it straight. It's very surprising for this show. Uh, but it's good. Oh, it's good. Uh, and they have a big showdown 
uh, at the water plant or the water filtration, whatever. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite bits here is they say, That thing's squirting some kind of pollutant in the water. Don't they know it's National Clean Water Week? <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and, and I also bring that back again. Like they mentioned yeah, it a second time. It's a great callback joke. You scrambled egg. You can mess with the pizza cats, but you can't mess with the city's drinking water, especially during National Clean Water Week. During oh, Clean Water Week. It's really silly. So there was also a thing the, uh, I feel like there was a bit the narrator was doing. Oh, uh, my, f- you mean my favorite bit? Yeah. Is this, <laughs> this is my favorite making bit in the whole your episode. stuff at home. This yes. is like a game show announcer kind of thing incredible because they put the liquid laughing gas in the water and the pizza cats are like nah not on our watch and they do like a spinning tornado move that like somehow sucks up all the laughing liquid out of the water and like onto the bad guys and the narrator says plunging into the water the tornado creates a vacuum which dispels the liquefied laughing gas you can try this experiment at home with a vat of rendered pig fat and an outboard motor Feels like a very Invader Zim sort of <laughs> so random kind of bit. No, but it's so good. It's like, like you expect him to be like, "Don't try this at home." And then he said, "Like, I, I guess what I like, what I like is that it is like a like you could like that's a that's those are two really janky things to use <laughs> to try and recreate this. But like, yeah, that's a." <laughs> Anyway, they win. They do. They do the the thing. They 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 save everything. And unfortunately, yeah. Bad Bird. You know, there's no like catharsis for Bad no, Bird. No, we don't end. really get this part wrapped up. Which, you know, I think may may be a, a fault of the original cartoon. It's sort of hard to say when these things mm-hmm. end. Uh, is it? Yeah. Were they cut for American television and just thought, ah, screw this, or, or you know, where do we place the blame when there's there are narrative issues with a show that doesn't take itself seriously? Uh, well, and it's, it's also with sitcom rules, right? Like yeah. they have to reset to zero by the end of every episode so that they can get the next episode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they can't. They can't build. A, they can't build a secondary lore, which would be crazy if they could try. If they tried, yeah, get, like their the own Bad Bird canon going didn't didn't yeah. isn't really in the cards. I don't think. Hmm. Oh, you know what we're gonna do? I know what we're gonna do here. We're gonna drop in Papa. We're gonna do Papa drop. Did you Papa drop? Why not set the record straight now? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go do a, a sponsor. All right, and it is the, it's the it's the pay up portion of the, of the podcast where we Cha-ching. we gotta we gotta cash we gotta cash some checks, and uh, Austin, it is it is your, is your turn on the on the money horse. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> climb, it's climb, like, on, it's, climb on. Up. It's like that MIA <laughs> song where you go. All I want to do is then bang, 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 and the cash register sound. <laughs> this is the part of it where it's the cash register sound. Yeah, that's right. And take um, your money. So this week, Saturday Morning Tuesdays is brought to you by Bone Jam. And if you could mm. tell everybody about it, we would love it. Yeah. So this is actually this is a topic that's really near and dear to my heart because I think more people need to understand uh, marrow as a tool Um 
tallow, uh, internal internal fats and oils, and uh, all the parts of the animal. And and you know everybody's talking about bone broth, but that's really just kind of like ima imagine taking the tastiest part of the animal and then dunking it in a whole like b tub of water. Oh, like that's that's diluting all the flavor. Yeah, you know, and that's a huge no no. And so bone jam is basically recreating the feeling of getting an entire large knuckle bone from a cow and then just getting a butter knife. And, you know, obviously you've roasted it at this point uh, and maybe some some salt and some rosemary and then just really getting in there. Uh, and and that's and then we put it on toast. And, you know, this is this is this sounds like something you really would buy that you actually <laughs> wish was real. That's that's why I'm struggling so much here because because you because this had is a legitimately idea. a pretty good experience for everybody who's who's had it. Uh, <laughs> they love it. I love it. Um, people need to understand their different, uh, you know, uh, non-meat uh, substances from animals and bone yeah, jam animal byproducts. Yeah, bone it's not jam about is products. Everybody, there's byproducts. Yeah, <laughs> and you better buy them. Uh -huh. you, better buy, oh. you better buy these products. Bone jam is honestly just the start, and so we're starting with bone of your, jam as of kind your of bone the, empire. Yeah, of, of not even <laughs> not just bones, all kinds of stuff. You know. Oh, you. What can you jam? Well, you can you Hooves, can jam a lot cartilage. of cartilage. Yeah, you can you can turn hooves into a cupcake. Uh, you can take a little patch of ass hair and skin uh, on the cow, and that suddenly, that's like a cool uh, toupee uh, or like a shoulder <laughs> shoulder pauldron. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, some people call that leather, but I, I would say this is different. And hmm. this is like we're trying to start up a fi. You know how like how like you know, business idiot startup people or be like, we just invented a, a donation book center. Be like, you guys just recreated libraries. Like we have that already. <laughs> this is what I'm yeah. trying to do for, for cow stuff. Got it. And so I think, I think it's going really well so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what most people don't have a marketing department. Mm. And so I'm, I'm saying, uh, take a bunch of cow bones that you found at the butcher and, uh, you know, put them, put them together. I don't know. Use some duct tape, put them together. Uh, now you've got a house. <laughs> you've got a house. This is, this is what I'm talking about. You know, you just use stuff that you find from cows and you do something cool with it. So could you say perhaps that this ad is sort of about taking stuff and making stuff with stealing, it? Stealing dead cows. Yeah, man. That's a bone jam, baby. <laughs> that is a bone jam, baby. <laughs> the only limitation is you. Monsters once were edible, so everybody take a look at combat creatures you can cook. Fighting Buddha, that's only in between. Fighting Buddha, this is really mean cuisine. 
ingredients to make the food obedient. Depending on the spice you add, your food on could be really bad. Bad, bad, bad. Fighting Okay, everybody, it's time. We're back. We've got our second revisit, our second old flavor, hashtag old flavor, new experience. It's Fighting Foodons. This week, we watched episode four, which is entitled, You Want a Pizza Me? (laughs) Uh, You Want a Pizza Me? You Want a Pizza Me? It's so good. You You Want a Pizza Me? You Want a Pizza Me? You pizza with me? (laughs) You want a piece of me? Uh, <laughs> uh, nobody likes this show. I mean, I'm sure people do, but the internet doesn't seem to have a lot of... It doesn't have a lot of presence on the internet. So I, so I went searching. I couldn't find a uh, a good synopsis, but I found what looks like a big, chunky paragraph synopsis. You want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. We'll see if this helps us make any more sense of the episode than we got when we actually watched it. But here, I'll, I'll, I'll blast through it. In this episode, we learn the story of Master Flambe. It seems that long ago, the master chef cooked a masterpiece pizza for Princess Cupcake, (laughs) but instead of waiting, she grabbed a slice at a place in town. Heartbroken, his ghost and his ghostly food on slice and Frenchy La Toast, not to mention the grease blobs, haunt the Flambe forest and the mansion to this day. When Claudia locates them, she plots to use the ghost food ons to terrorize the kids and steal their food ons. First, she kidnaps Kayla, then she uses her hostage to lure the kids to the haunted mansion. Then, once the kids are inside, the haunting begins. But once again, Claudia's plan is foiled when the ghost of Master Flambe shows up. Believing that Kayla is Princess Cupcake, he gets her to eat his masterpiece pizza. She thinks it tastes good, and having Having received the approval he was looking for, Master Flambe's ghost finally rests. Mm. <laughs> I, I I could follow this episode. I don't know what you yeah. guys are talking about. I, well, I feel like I, just, I could I, I could track I didn't, it. I I got I got the beats, but I guess I just things things were not clicking quite how I expected. Um, yeah, and it's also it, like and it, I, in a way that felt like I was missing it, not that I hadn't seen it. Like I was, you know, when you watch a you you. You jump in halfway through a season of Lost, you know what you're getting mm-hmm. into. This felt like it wasn't trying to be confusing. So it felt like I was supposed to get what was happening and I just didn't get quite as much of it as I thought I should have. But yeah, I could be wrong. That could just, it could just be my a mistake. Do you you're saying you were confused by the idea of a French toast ghost and a pizza ghost? <laughs> <laughs> no, just the action from one to another and the dialogue. I don't know. It just was making a little less sense than I thought it would. I think what's tough is that the world of fighting foodons is not one that is particularly self-evident what we should care mm, about, who yeah. the bad people are, what the stakes are, why we're doing what we're doing. It's more like you wandered into Wonderland and tried to like ascribe meaning to it. Like, yes, if you watched from episode one, you know that there is an evil King George. And You're confident Gorge. anything you King don't Gorge. know yes, is Gorge. on purpose. So I think that's a big thing. King mm-hmm. Gorgeous Gorge, I believe, is... Yes. And he wants foodons because foodons are like, you know, they fight for you. And if you cook real good and then turn them into foodons, they can be better foodons. I don't know. So It's okay. very nebulous he, he, what anyone should give a shit about in this show, but it is It's amusing. very Team Rocket, this 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 uh, yes. mechanic of like, we have to get these guys foodons. We can't get other foodons. So here's <laughs> what's up. Here's what... So when we watched... The first Fighting Foodons episode during our Poke Clones arc, uh, I I think we found it so refreshing uh, and delicious because it was clearly not based on a game. 
And it was not trying to really market itself the way that other shows very aggressively were trying to be like, okay, here's all of- Now buy your Beyblades, kids. Yeah, exactly. Here's all of the, here's our game system we're trying to sell. Uh, Here's, you know, here's all the merchandisable options for it. It was really, it didn't care. It was kind of like trying to be Pokemon flavored. But just a show. But it's just a show. And so it didn't have any sort of underlying- framework that it was trying to get across <laughs> and we enjoyed that although i think mm-hmm. the downside of that is that it doesn't really know what it's doing sure what to um, be yeah <laughs> it, yeah because uh for example if the combat you know like pokemon at least when pokemon has pokemon has internal rules right it has like uh elemental systems it has uh you know, a different attacks it can showcase. It has el- evolutions it can do. Yeah, fighting you return Fudon's, your Pokemon and do a different Pokemon. Totally. Yeah, when fighting Fudon sort of, I guess, to their fighting, they don't... It's more it, like a Digimon fight. Yes. Actually. Yes, but the yeah. focus is not... Even with Digimon, the focus is about Digi-evolution and, yep, you know, yep. getting the crests and the keys. And there is a moment where uh, the kids have their Fudons out in the fight and they're covered in cheese and they activate some kind of seasoning yeah. <laughs> that, that powers like power up their toppings? food ons, but it doesn't, oh, that's, a, that's a different power thing. topping is a different, they power top their, their food on <laughs> yeah, and we get a that, different rating. Yeah, yeah. But they, they seem to do that as if it's like a big sort of evolution, but it doesn't visibly do anything. It's unclear what that actually has done. You would get hyped and be like, oh shit, they're going to like digi evolve fried rice. But, but <laughs> they're going to turn him into a power top. <laughs> but no, nothing... I was thinking like pizza toppings, like power toppings. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, it, but, oh. but no, you don't have any change. I guess that means the power to top is, is, was inside you all the time. <laughs> it was inside you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah i don't know so it seems like they don't have any of these like systems to rely on and so that means it becomes nonsense a lot faster it's it's like all the other stuff in the pokemon anime that you loved right then you know all that other stuff in the anime that you liked you know the like not pokemon stuff oh shit nobody liked to rest that shit (laughs) i don't know some people are Mm. freaks Uh, no, but, I just the, the the plots of Pokemon episodes are usually I mean, aside from I think they get better over the years, but like they're notoriously thin. It's just like here's a couple, you know, cardboard thin characters we're never gonna meet again, and a new town we're never gonna revisit again. And oh now here we go. There's a new Pokemon that we gotta find. There's the there's the vibe. This episode doesn't even really have new exciting food ons. It does, yes, we have alluded to Frenchie La Toast and <laughs> And French the pizza toast, one, the pizza ghost, <laughs> slice the pizza, pizza ghost, ghost. The pizza, slice the pizza ghost. And but, if you want to know why I picked this episode, I mean, <laughs> you want to pizza me is a great is a great intro uh, <laughs> is a great thing that drew me in. But checking around and seeing a a pizza ghost, a vamp, a vampire pizza ghost, uh, is just too exquisite to to avoid. Can I tell you something? It's this is there's there's no other place for this to fit. So I'm just going to drop it in here and then we can talk about the episode. This is this is so funny to me. On the Wikipedia page for Fighting Foodons, if you scroll all the way down, there's a tiny section, the reception section. And it just says Neil Genslinger of Food and Wine magazine wrote that it was exceedingly <laughs> odd. 
<laughs> Why was he doing reviewing this show? <laughs> Food and wine, no. <laughs> this is this isn't for you. I know it seems like it is because it has food in the title, but no. He gave food this to a wine. sommelier and he didn't <laughs> like it. What are you doing? He was confused. Oh shit. Anyway. Anyway, um there the 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 crux of this episode seems to be maybe this is this is I was also a little confused here. Claudia is a bad guy. She works for Evil King Gorge. She comes across these ghosts and realizes that they miss Master Flambe and they're mad at Princess Cupcake. And she sees a picture of Princess Cupcake and realizes that this kid, the group of kids that she hates so much that she's attacking, has a little girl in it named Kayla. And Kayla looks a lot like Princess Cupcake. So her plan is to kidnap Kayla and give her to these ghosts of like, here's your Princess Cupcake you hate so much. and then. I guess do with her what you will. Dot 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 question mark. As long as you help me fuck with these people. Well, first. what she specifically says that she wants to get their food on, although mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like a major goal. Uh, you know, it oh. is, it is similar again, like Team Rocket. I wanted to get that, wants to get that Pikachu or whatever. Um, but I'm just but- worried about what about what Frenchy Latoast is really gonna do with Kayla. Like, is their plan like? Because they seem surprised when they when they're when Master yeah, Flambe shows up. I think they they're gonna murder. murder I think they want to murder her. So it's very it's anyway. <laughs> she gets kidnapped, and so the rest of them have to make their way through a spooky forest to find a spooky mansion to get her back. Um, and that's kind of what we're doing this week. But on the way, there's just a lot of a lot of weird stuff, and. And very, very heavy emphasis on this pizza ghost named Slice. Yeah. Who is very scary and has nasty cheese power. And honestly, just (laughs) oozing with sexual energy. Oh, I mean, pizza topping. Vampires, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's he's amazing. He's great. Frenchie Latoast, A plus, uh, A plus name. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. These uh these two ghosts sort of haunt the the mansion inside the forest, Flambe Forest. Our kids are walking and see a big sign that sort of explains the entire backstory. Yeah, uh, it's like it's it when we talked about uh you know the ways that it that it has to it has to hang its skin over the skeleton and musculature of Pokemon. This is mm-hmm. Viridian Forest, right? This is that like they were a couple episodes in, and now they're at the forest. They're just yeah. doing Pokemon beats. Yes. Yes. And because their world is so thin, they have to literally have a sign that explains the plot of what's happening to the main characters. They, Doesn't they, Viridian Forest also have, like, this is a big spooky forest sign? Am I crazy? It, it, it might. Yeah. It's been so long, I don't remember. There was also a villager who was looking whose voice was... It sounded like Terry Hawks. Like it sounded like Serena. Well, it's for kids, right? I mean, I mean, these people were like bouncing back and forth doing all this. I mean, like half the cast of this is Pokemon. Cast. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like yeah, it I wouldn't know, surprise Vanessa, me. Vanessa Taylor is that? Uh huh. Yeah, yes. she she's in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the voice of Meowth is for sure in this. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple times, like playing those like weird. They look like the soot sprites. Oh <clears throat> uh, yeah. That's definitely Meowth. Like, there's, it's, it's just fucking Pokemon, you guys. It's so, so funny. Of oh, all the yeah. Poke clones we watched in that arc, 
it has the most Pokemon actors in it, probably, but it's like the was one of our favorites that was like the least like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, What's yeah. the least like Pokemon in its in it like Austin touched in on, its capitalism? Not <laughs> in its capitalism, and I think. If you just watch the pilot, the pilot's where they have a, the, their biggest ideas get to kind of roam free. The mm-hmm. pilot talked about, like, if you remember, we got into this sort of, like, class struggle and stuff that's going yeah, on yeah. in this universe. But when you get into the, the nitty-gritty of the episodes, they're doing Pokemon episodes. Yeah. It's a little disappointing. I'm not going to lie. The, the, the show has disappointing. disappointed me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, perhaps, perhaps the internet was right. <laughs> to collectively Maybe give this up was on forgotten this show. for a reason. <laughs> However, we haven't mentioned the spooky song. We haven't mentioned oh my the God, haunted mansion spooky thing. song. If you dare to come into the forest of Flambe, you will find the goblins gobbling grease blots on the way. Careful not to Step on pizza ghost. Slice would not be happy. Not to mention Frenchy Litoast. <laughs> We're having you for dinner. Don't get any thinner. If you're scared, then we're the reason. <laughs> through the forest it's incredible <laughs> fuck it's there were so great bit there were great chewy flavors in this in this episode <laughs> do not get me wrong um it's it's ludicrous yeah the and, one and the when one... the ghost wants to give his princess pizza <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, god the one bit of research i did on this uh was to see when uh tokyo disney got haunted mansion because oh, sure. I was curious and it turns out <laughs> it was it was there at release in 1983. So they had Makes had sense. Haunted Mansion for 15 years in Japan. So it's entirely possible that that could have been originally mm-hmm. done uh in the anime that because it's very it's very Haunted Mansion. Oh, it's so good. It's so good and so stupid. One I of the lyrics is wanted... like what? Be careful not to lose your way and step on pizza ghosts. <laughs> Um, I kind of want to talk about the artistic decision to make the ghost like a normal dude, like a not anime, just normal guy. <laughs> He's just a, he doesn't look oh, anime at all. Oh, not the pizza ghost, but the chef. But Flambe. Oh, yeah, sorry. The Master Flambe is not anime. He's not chibi or big eyes. No. He's just like... He's like a still life. He's just a normal yes. painting of a person. <laughs> it's very odd. And it's so it's so funny because he shows up and it does seem to scare both Frenchie and Slice. They're like, like they didn't expect this to happen. And he shows up and just wants to feed pizza to this girl. Like that but was it like, does it does the thing is, Andy, that means something happened in this world canonically between the time Master Flambe died and the start of this show that turned people anime. <laughs> Like something happened to the children. I mean, and then, but the but the girl, but the princess looked anime. Yeah, so maybe it's like a gender thing. Maybe women are anime and men are still lives. But the boys are <laughs> anime. Yeah, uh, yeah, Who yeah. Knows? Uh, a the, dying race, a dying race of non-anime <laughs> men. 
men are men aren't men anymore. All this estrogen and pizza. <laughs> Making the boys animes. They know nothing about the pizza category. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. The water's turning the frogs anime. <laughs> I got red meat in my veins. I'm coming. Oh my god. Um there is a moment though earlier with uh with Kayla being kidnapped okay. that I did appreciate. That was a funny beat that uh uh, well, there are actually a few moments with that. So I actually appreciated that Kayla does get kidnapped, but she does seem to have a little bit of agency during this kidnapping because mm-hmm. she's sitting there with her hands tied, but she figures out that she can launch her shoe and it can ricochet. It can hit uh, Claudia in the ass and then bounce <laughs> back and then land back on her foot. It's incredible. Uh, like a little At one point, she foot. like she like tries to choke Claudia out with her legs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's so does some kind and of street that, fighter. When she gets when she gets kidnapped, it's not it, it it's not in a way that necessarily threatens agency. Only because it's it's not dissimilar from just like walking down the street and an eagle just swoops down and picks you up. <laughs> yeah, you get plucked like, by, a, by a pizza just and a French just got toast goes. by a bird real quick. Fellow <laughs> pizza goes. It's very silly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the end. The way that. Uh, in the oh. end, uh, Claudia shows, uh, not Claudia, sorry, Kayla shows up at the, at the, at the climax, having not been freed by the heroes. She just sort of is free and they're like, Are you okay? How in the world did you escape? <laughs> well, you see, those gab stoppers that Claudia gave me were actually pretty tasty. Then it was just a matter of screaming at the top of my lungs. Yes. <laughs> That's so how I did funny. it. So funny. So fucking funny. Because she, she had been fed two large, I guess, gobstoppers or something that stopped her. Ga- she she, uh, she calls them gab stoppers. That's right. Uh, to stop her from talking. It's yeah. They're like so cute. more like giant jawbreakers that mm-hmm. uh, are in her mouth. And then she's able to eat them and then shriek at the top of her lungs until... Uh, the egg food on the omelet food on, yeah, omelet, uh, is it, which looks come, like a red, like a red panda. Yeah, is able to come rescue her. Uh, I do still enjoy and appreciate the uh, the constant choice to keep the food on silly. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like none of them are cool. <laughs> no, no. The closest we get to cool is is it's fried is, ricer. Fried is Chase's Chase's boyfriend ricer. <laughs> who is always funny. He's never not funny. I, my favorite thing is like the voice actor throws in these like he does uh, like usually like three or four angry fried ricers and then pauses and does a little understated fried ricer at the end. Fried ricer! Ha, ha, fried ricer! And I'm pretty sure that's Andrew Rannells, right? He's it, he's almost cool, be. but he doesn't have samurai swords, right? He's, he's got, spoons. got big old spoons. Yeah. So, yes. Really, it is, really takes it is the wind out of his sails. Amazing. So he's just like fried ricer, fried ricer. <laughs> it's just so yeah. Can we get one more intro? So... Fried ricer, excellent. So fucking dumb. And Fudon's talk, he's just arch as shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, because they because fucking there's this little kid named what? What is it? Pie tin. Pie tin. Little kid named Pie tin, and he summons his food on. Which is Sir Dumpling, and he's just a <laughs> he's just a fey British man. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. 
I'll, you know what? I actually, I appreciate that vocal choice to go British because uh, I think there could have been a direction that was upsetting. Oh, you mean the fried rice <laughs> direction? <laughs> well, yeah. Which is like mildly like right on the line. But yes, yeah, Sir Dumpling could have gone a, a different way. But like, but yeah, he's, he just summons Sir Dumpling. He's like, jolly good. It's like that one talks. He talks. The other ones talk. Fried rice or you're just fun. <laughs> I like you. I could um, talk. I choose not to. <laughs> the only thing yeah. that you chew is the fried rice. This is when this is when they both get destroyed by uh by Slice, the pizza ghost. They're they're put into pizza cocoons, as he says. <laughs> cheese yes. cocoons. Cheese cocoons. <laughs> Dumpling got cheesed. The only way to get out of those cheese cocoons. Uh, and then what is that's that's when they activate pizza cocoon power is where topping. you go, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I've created a lot of pizza ghosts in my day. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Every time I go into a pizza cocoon, I come out thinking I'm going to be a butterfly, but I'm just myself, but a little bigger. <laughs> What's with that? I want my money back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they activate power topping, and I guess that's what saves me. <laughs> Aren't you forgetting something? Hey, that's right! Mm-hmm. Power topping Um Yeah, it does for me. Yeah, and then <laughs> what is the... There's a moment I have written down about a heartbroken slice of pizza. There, I feel like this is the spotlight moment on... He's, a, he's got some tragic backstory I didn't quite follow. Did you get it? <laughs> yeah, so I scrubbed through a little bit. I found this moment. I think it's not that he... So basically, they they're they're they fight back against Slice, and it looks like they're about to win. And Frenchie steps in, crying, and is assen- he essentially appeals. He's like, "Can't you recognize a broken-hearted slice of pizza when you see one?" And I think the implication is just like he loved that princess. I think, yeah, yeah, he loved. Yeah. They loved the they loved Master Flambe. Right? Oh yeah, they're they they're they're appealing to the heroes. Like, you know, stop it. You know, don't kill us. We're just sad. Right. Like we're just, you know, our hearts are broken because we miss our master. And that's why we're doing all this. It's like the vibe, but it happens so fast that it's weird. Yeah. Um, no one knows what it's like to be the bad man. To be to be behind <laughs> the, pizza the, eyes. Behind pizza <laughs> eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Flambe's ghost appears as soon as uh, Kayla gets there and uh, he's able to serve them this very big slice of pizza or this very this like i don't know like eight foot pizza yeah it's very large um and it's actually this is so fucking funny because the line where he summons the pizza is great did you write it, it down where he what when he summons the ghost pizza no the, i don't think i wrote it no no let me see it's just a little it's it's not necessarily a joke it's just the you know the way that the episode goes let me let me see if i can grab it real quick well, because uh, he serves the pizza and then he immediately uh-huh. gets lectured. Yes. Yeah. That's on... what's so funny is that like Oslo steps up. Oslo's like Chase's master is like cooking master or whatever. And it's like you didn't have to step into this moment and, and do this. But OK, I guess we're doing it. And he steps in and he's like, hey, bitch, a true chef should cook for the joy of it, not to just receive <laughs> some fucking compliment. And it looks like. Master Flambe is like extremely ashamed for a second, and then everything's fine because <laughs> Kayla's like, "Oh no, no, no!" But the pizza's dope, and he's like, "Thank you." And then they go off into into death. They go to he- they go to Christian heaven, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny. Like, why did Oslo feel the need to step in and just be like, 
no, but this isn't a perfect victory. You still suck. You yeah, suck is it, for this. Is it like there's a moral they're trying to instill mm-hmm. in the episode? Like, are they trying to get something else in here? But it's weird because they don't they don't land it that way, right? Because yeah. if the if the moral was like you shouldn't be cooking for other people's approval, cook for yourself, then maybe he's like, you know what? I don't care what you think. This pizza's amazing, and then he walks off into the sunset. But he's still. He still gets what he wanted. He gets that approval so, from mom. I found the I found the joke. It's like I said, it's not really a joke. It got a chuckle out of me when he says, "Your Highness, I present to you this pizza." Because it was yes. it was it was not clear to me the viewer that this was his his unfinished business that if some if one person appreciated his pizza, he could rest in peace. Uh-huh. So just the so the summoned pizza really does come out a little bit like it's it's foreshadowed kind of, but like I was not prepared for just like, your highness, your pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's such a like wet thud. <laughs> well, because and we mentioned in the uh, in the synopsis for the episode, but it is a very funny joke that when he was alive and the princess was alive, that he spent all this effort trying to make her the perfect pizza, and it took so long. And she went on and got some Papa that she John's. Was just like, yeah, that yeah. she basically went down the street and got like a real quick slice, got some quigza. Because... Papa drop. Looking back now, do you think that you were set up? Oh, there's no question about it. And, and the public knows that. Um, this is all a farce. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that, uh, that, you know, he was taking too long. And then she left and he went mad, I guess. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and I... How did he died die? Of you natural think causes? Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess he just a, wasted a, away of a broken heart. Of a pizza heart. Yeah, I have mm. to wonder you know, how maybe he fucked over he was by that princess, you know? Yeah. Like I I I can forgive the getting a getting a slice because he took too long, but like did she just immediately did she leave fire him? I, I was gonna say, did she just—they were in the manor though, and he was still there. So did she mm-hmm. leave and just leave her cook alone in a house? Yeah, she ran off with Papa John. Oh boy. Well, that okay. <laughs> Should we go to a wrap up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah, pa- I'm gonna unwrap myself up into a papadilla. So, you guys, it has been a while since we've had, like, a 20-whatever-year, uh, you know, bit we do. A, a thing uh-huh. that I think that persists, a fun idea. Uh-huh. Okay. Can t- like, I think 2023. Like tw- what was it? 2019 takedowns? We had 2019 like the, takedowns. We tried to do Sorbo of the Week in 2022. We've had, we've had ideas. And I think 2023... <laughs> Is the year of the Papa Drop? <laughs> I, I don't know about that. But <laughs> but it Papa Drop. This is fantastic, folks. But you know, I've never ordered anything on the internet. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it's perfect. There's nothing wrong with that man. He's never done anything Look, we're, wrong. We're, we're taking the piss out of him. He's and be- we're gonna, yeah. That man is too his much pissing. Being, his quotes are not being used in ISD here. <laughs> yeah, which we which we add to the disclaimer in every episode now. Yeah. <laughs> do we need to say for the record we do not support Papa John? I or think his- we should. 
Kudera, no, no, no proceeds from our show will go to the Papa to John's PJ, corporations. To Peach. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the it's the Papa Drops, baby. <laughs> well, this one time bit uh, has been great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this uh, is exceptionally one time bit that we <laughs> <laughs> all year, baby, Papa all year. Uh, uh, we had our second. We had our second helping. We had our. Yeah. We had our uh, our extra flavors. We had our old flavors tasted anew. Uh, <laughs> how was it coming back to uh, Foodons and uh, the other one, San Marpito <laughs> Cats? I was hoping. For a yeah, little bit for more out of food ounce, but gotta tell you, still got I still it still brought laughs. It still it still delivered. I think in a an acceptable amount. I came in with high expectations because I I quite enjoyed that first episode, and it could have been the context we were watching it in. Yeah, yeah but I, I mean, still we yeah. Next to Dinosaur I got, King, I got laughs. I got laughs, so I, I can't be that mad about it. Yeah, no, and you know, I it, it did not power top me, but <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I I I, en- I enjoyed it, you know, to some to some degree. A cartoon's a cartoon, you know, as long as it's not terrible. I'm like, I'm there. I'm I clear clearly. If we were so, I mean, the second bite that- of caviar is not like the first bite of caviar, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, we couldn't do this show if we, you know, if we only liked caviar and we never had a Big Mac, right? Like, I'm down with a Big Mac. I just. I don't think I don't know that this reached even Big Mac level for me. So I was a little I was a little upset, but uh Samurai Pizza Cat still delivers the heat and I I would I think I feel the same way every time I watch an episode, which is that I just get one step closer to just deciding to rewatch the whole to, show. To be a Samurai Pizza Cats podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Or just like a fan in real life, like just to be like, yeah, yeah I'm a Samurai Pizza Cats fan. Yeah, you don't have to couch t- it. It, it. It's just enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I had such a good time with both of these shows. I think, um, you know, just joy. I had joy watching both of yeah. these. I had joy in my heart. A song in my dick. Well, uh, I had a no. song. I had a song in my <laughs> whistling Dixie. Um, mm. <laughs> this is nothing. Um, <laughs> this is this is just the what dismissiveness like- you have when I do your thing is unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Do we I, want to tell the people what we're watching next week? Uh, did we pick all of them? We did, I think. Unless we're going to change our minds. Then why don't you tell us what we're watching? I just didn't see. I didn't see it. I didn't see it written down. I've it, it's based on it. Oh, baby. So uh, unless we change our minds, and you'll know if it's different next week. But we decided that we were going to watch a new episode of Men in Black, the cartoon. Oh, that's right. I do remember all this. Yeah, yeah. and an episode of Superbook. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so mm. we're going to Christian Heaven ourselves. Uh, take me. <laughs> take me to Christian Heaven. Bible anime and Men in Black. That's right, mm. people. Uh, we're bringing the heat. Match made in Christian, oh, Christian Heaven. Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're... We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go back uh, on another trip down memory lane. Actually, it'll be my first time with Superbook, so I'm very excited. Yeah, um, true. Um, but yeah, I'm delighted. Uh, and as God wrote in the Bible, we'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah.